Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we strap on our Apple Vision Pro and look straight down the barrel of the fucking gun. I'm your host, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Live from the dystopia, I'm Andrew Hillary. (laughs) Joining me this week, oh folks, we got, we got, we got a plethora. Not 100% sure if I'm using that word correctly. We got, oh, first of all, Kennedy. Kennedy, you're back. We're here. Hello. Yeah, I'm here again. Hell yeah. I've actually just been sleeping in the studio. Things aren't going so well. First time, long time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> first time, long time is an insane thing for the host to say to the co-host. Like, <laughs> We also got... First time co-host, long time co-host, Kennedy Cooper. <laughs> We also got in our third seat returning champion from Radio Free Topeg. Our friend Audrey is back. Audrey, hello. Hello. You have a plethora of genders on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we've got all the genders today. Yeah. It's a great variety. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm we got glad. Biscuit. We've got Biscuit. That's a gender. <laughs> biscuit. biscuit is gender, for sure. <laughs> I have noticed that most places he goes, he has three drinks. No, that's not gender. That's bisexual. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. One for business, <laughs> one for hydration, one for uh, enjoyment. Oh, yeah. Three beverages. Oh, okay. I was going to say one for caffeination, but that's the business one. That's the business one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get it. I get it. See, folks. But you can also substitute that out for like a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you can do that. You can, you know, like Flip one of those button. green grass juices. <laughs> so, like yard shavings just ground up and in a in a slurry with some uh, bananas and shit. I, yeah, one of those one of those smoothies <laughs> that you drink it and then thirty minutes later you're like, okay, guys, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, you know, I'm always listening. I'm always learning. My cat is trying to fucking take the painting off the wall again. I swear to fucking God. That's gender. <laughs> here's what, here's I the feel- problem. I tried to put Biscuit in a box. And uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I was going to say something about the cat. And then I realized that I don't know what pronouns to use. And he uh, Biscuit can't even tell me. So that's true. It's I, I do wonder that about cats and dogs and elephants and shit. You know, like, do are there is there like a transgender elephant out there somewhere living a life that they don't want to live? You know, <laughs> that's heartbreaking. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know the saddest thing I've ever tweeted? <laughs> sure. One day I was like, and again, like these sound like stoner thoughts, but I don't smoke weed. This just comes from my brain. One day I was just just sitting there thinking about it. Okay. He knocked the painting off the wall. Great. Um, (laughs) He was leaning on it and it fell and he was like, oh shit. Uh, (laughs) One day I tweeted, I'm so sad right now thinking about what if animals need glasses, but there's no way for them to tell us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They can't see. They can't see. They can't see, but they, they also can't, they can't speak. They can't speak. They can't wear glasses. You can't like do a vision. I don't know. Is there a way to do a vision test on your dog? I don't know this. Talk to a dog dogtometrist. See, they're trying to About fucking. That. Okay. They're trying to cure cancer. Nah, cancer is here to stay. Fix uh, animal nearsightedness. <laughs> yeah. Get my dog on can't science. read. My dog cannot read a stop sign from <laughs> two hundred feet away. 
He's the worst driver. Your dog sucks at driving. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Fuck. Uh, you know what? Yeah, dog is not my co-pilot until we solve this issue. Yeah. <laughs> That's every, over. Every dog has his day, but he can't see it. It's so sad. <laughs> Heartbreaking. The best dog you know has no idea what's right in front of him. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is ostensibly a show about the news. Uh, Bis- okay, Biscuit's going for a different painting now. I will end you, dog! Um, <laughs> Explicitly cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Biscuit's Biscuit's gender is dog. <laughs> That's, you know what? What if there's trans species as animals and they can't tell us? They feel Whoa. like they're more like a dog, but they can't <laughs> say that in English in a way we understand. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they did do that surgery to turn that person into a dog. So, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it could be next. I'm, I might be making that up, readers. You'll just have to figure that out. <laughs> it's like some shit libs of t- TikTok put out like, this human thinks it's a dog. Uh, <laughs> they're installing fire hydrants in schools. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it's also, they uh, didn't they, wasn't there that thing where they, somebody like j- completely made up litter boxes going in schools and yeah. then like, Fucking people reported on it as if it was real. Like, and then Joe Rogan heard word of it and was like, Yeah, no, my wife's friend told me. It's like, nah, dog, you saw that on a meme, you fucking idiot. Yeah, um, yeah we live in hell. But you know what? Yeah. It's it's, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, there's still there's still <laughs> beauty and art and and you know, love like in this world cold. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the cold, so it's fine with me. <laughs> there's also uh there's we may live in hell, but there's still Nick Cage movies being made and that's good enough for me. I just watched Dream Scenario last night. How's Damn. That? It was fucking cool. And here's the thing. Uh it was like it was a lot more cringe inducing than I expected it to be. Like there were, you know, multiple times where I was watching it and I was like, "Oh no, don't say that. Don't do that." And he did and uh <laughs> It was it was a good watch. Uh, Nick Cage, good actor, good actor. I could believe that. Yeah, he he doesn't get the the respect because yeah, he'll be the clown, he'll be the big the big freak out guy. You know, he'll take it, he'll he'll take it and run with it. But you know what? You give him a role where he can play some weird squirrely guy, and he plays that more believably than I think most people could. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, this is not a show about Nicolas Cage. It's about the news. But before we get to the news, there is something that we have to do, and that is plug our Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash Worst We Get. You can head on over there if you would like to get additional content for these shows. Uh, Kennedy and I are in the... We just did our first episode about... We're doing Final Destination February, Audrey. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Yeah. I, I, I listen to the show. Hell Yeah. Um, Final Destination <laughs> February, we <laughs> finally recorded one. Uh, fin- finally Destination recorded one. Ooh, <laughs> ah, that was a reach. Uh, <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can head on over there and listen to it. We're going to talk about The Curse at some point, too, but I want more people to watch it. Oh, my God. Audrey, have you seen any of The Curse? I have not. It's supposed to be crazy oh, good. Where do so I Where do I watch it? Let's both market a television network. Uh, pa- Paramount Plus. Paramount okay. Plus I might have to get with Paramount Showtime. <laughs> oh so shit! Because I can because I can watch Star Trek on that too. So maybe I have to. Maybe I got to do that. Yeah, and honestly, 
it's mm. it is a very binge worthy show because it's it's definitely a slow burn. Um, so like I don't know, it it might have been rough to take it week by week, but now that it's all out, like yeah. Take a day, mow take two days, yeah. mow through it, and uh, you shall be rewarded. Anyways, if you give That's $10 a month, <laughs> if you support both us and Paramount Plus with Showtime, uh, if you give $10 a month, we say your name. So, big shout out to Chauncey Anders, Terminally Online, Leftist, Zap, Actions Down, and Mega Force Base, Nandy Angelus, Old Hobgoblin, Dracula 206, AJ from Baltimore, The Man in the West, Optimus Crime, Pablo Hamas, Goblin Mode, Andrea Humphrey, you fuck like my dad, Josh Troopin, Brienne, Nick Adams, parentheses, Alpha Male, Id Nicks, and CIA Brainbugs. Patreon.com slash Worst Week Yet. Can I give a double shout out to Pablo Hamas, who is also yeah. a $10 a month patron of our program? Yeah. What up, Pablo? Ah, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Pablo, double dipping. Also a, a reliable likes giver on my Instagram. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a lot of fans, but we have the best fans. And I do. There's another. I forget who it is. There's another crossover that they signed up for our Patreon like two months ago or something. Uh -huh. um, and I was like, I know that name from listening to the shout outs already. Free top bag. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. We love all yins. Okay. Now, uh, the news. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you, know, you should just, if you're a $10 patron, you should just tune out now. Like you heard your name. get called. <laughs> You already got the thing you needed. You, yeah. got the, you got what you wanted. It was good for you, I suppose, probably, or you wouldn't keep coming back. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, you don't want to hear the news. You no, no. You, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, you don't deserve it. <laughs> You're a good person. You deserve much better than the news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> so, Audrey, uh, we've been following you listen along. We've been following the, this year. There seems to have been a lot of stories about shit going wrong with airplanes. Um mm. And, you know, we had that plane where the door exploded off and there was like another plane where like people were getting on. And they were like, half these fucking nails are not like screwed in or whatever. That's they're not nails. They're not screwed in. That's saying. Uh, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, I'm hey. just out here working on this plane. Hammering <laughs> screws in. Yep. All good. There was something about a passenger being like, sup with these rivets, dog. Um, but anyways, you know, there's there's lots of stuff going wrong with airplanes these days. And there was another yeah. story this week that I think Final is... Final destination. <laughs> <laughs> there's another story this week that was pretty crazy. Uh, there was this week a 63-year-old man on a flight out of Bangkok got a bit of a nosebleed. Uh, specifically, all of the blood in his body shot out of his nose and he died. <laughs> Pardon oh, me? I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking what? What? Okay, this story is crazy. So this guy's getting on the plane and like witnesses were like looking at seeing this guy and he was like coughing and he was like hacking up blood and people were like is this dude fucking okay and then they <laughs> that's were like, not my first question <laughs> if somebody's coughing up blood i'm like this dude is not okay how do we help him is my question well they like the flight attendants like came up and asked him if he was cool and he's like yeah no no, no i'm fine i'm fine I'm no good this happens all the time <laughs> they're like getting ready to take off and they they did the thing which i just tweeted about this they did the thing where they were like 
is there a doctor on this plane? And somebody stood up and he was a Polish like medic and he okay. spoke almost no English. So he like came and examined this guy and in like broken English is like, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess, I guess it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> And then so the plane takes off and like as soon as they're at like like the uh, cruising altitude or whatever, this guy just exploded. He, the <laughs> people sitting next to him were like they they looked over and all of a sudden blood started shooting out of his nose so aggressively that it like painted the wall of the plane. And the- oh, oh my god. Fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> and then uh they had to turn around and go back to Bangkok and all the other passengers, yeah. <laughs> the passengers were like, yeah, I mean, that was crazy, but this also kind of sucks. Uh, now <laughs> I know it's like maybe a little impolite to like laugh at the deceased and whatnot. And I mean, this is the show we're doing, but I will say, uh, this was a, uh, 63 year old white guy who was flying back with his very young, uh, Filipino bride. So fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. He was doing sex sure. tourism is what I'm concluding. It's fine to laugh at him for exploding on a plane. Yeah, yeah, I feel fine about that as well. Now that I have that Same. detail, um, I, I, we might have I, laughed at him anyways, just, but now it's justified. <laughs> my takeaway from the story is that it's possible to explode just some, <laughs> somewhat spontaneously. There's a world where you just you get on a plane and you have a little nosebleed and then you just fucking. Oh, I'm wondering, like, is this no. guy? Did he have the opposite thing of the woman who survived the farthest plane crash? Oh, the lady that fell out of the plane? Uh, like the plane like exploded or something. And, uh, and she fell out? Or is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about like the plane crashed and she lived? The plane crashed. Mm, okay, because there was this story, I think it was in like the 70s, where a plane like exploded or like broke up midair or something, and everybody on the plane died except the one lady who got sucked out of the plane, like fell 30,000 feet and landed yeah. in a field and lived. <laughs> like, Which, yeah, that's... Yeah, no, that's talk, the, woman, that's the, <laughs> the reason she survived is because she had extraordinarily weird blood pressure shit going on. Mm. <gasps> And so I'm wondering, it's like this guy had to have the opposite blood pressure thing going on, right? Like, yeah. Instead of that David Bowie song "Under Pressure," it was "Over Pressure." Over pressure. This guy was just like, "This guy fell out of my blood." Oh man, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) This guy was consuming like ten thousand times the recommended daily amount of salt. While he was doing <laughs> sex tourism, right? he, had, he had the same amount of caffeine that I drink every day. <laughs> oh, the Panera lemonade! He had the Panera lemonade. <laughs> that has to be in the middle of this. I just know it. I just know it. <laughs> Don't drink the Panera lemonade and get on a plane for Bangkok because you'll die from exploding. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so I don't know, rip, dude. Uh, whatever, rip, man. <laughs> sorry about the, sorry about all your blood deciding. <laughs> your blood. Your blood Fuck. just quit. Your blood quit. It's it wasn't even quiet quitting. Like <laughs> couldn't give it two weeks for your blood. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about another tragedy that has befallen an individual, but the, it's a bad guy, so it's going to be fun. Um. <laughs> This week it was announced that King Charles officially has cancer. And here's the thing. This motherfucker waited so long for his mom to die, waited so long for the queen to die so that he could finally become king and ascend to the throne. 
like what a year after getting the crown is yeah. like oh you're gonna die too <laughs> i had this I, thought too because it's like yeah you wait in the wings you're like i'm gonna be a monarch that's gonna be pretty cool i get to do whatever i want and be wherever i want and go to fancy parties and everybody's gonna love me your blood's trying to kill you oh no <laughs> i think like because here's um, the thing if you're the king you can go to a party and eat the entire tray of deviled eggs and nobody can say anything because you're the nobody king. said shit yeah that's why I want to be king. <laughs> uh, can I just say, I, I actually think he probably doesn't like being king. Oh. Yeah. Um, he was the forever prince. Hmm. Like, you know, all he did was just like fuck around and never, ever once have to find out. Like, <laughs> that's all he did in his life. Like, no matter how hard he fucked around, it was just like somehow the finding out got blocked by like a bunch of dudes in weird hats. Like, <laughs> like, hey, buddy, we got to stop you. Uh, and uh, uh, now he's the king. It's like he probably has to actually like do shit like he's never had a job in his whole life. And now he finally has one in the twilight of his life. Uh, it's like a Benjamin Button situation almost. And uh, I just think he probably hates it. Um, and my, to, my evidence for this is that he said he may not get chemo. You know, the king is a potion guy. Uh, that's a potions a, guy. Uh, that's that's a that's a real quote from from the palace. Uh, that he's a potions. Guy. I'm serious. I'm ser- I know you're gonna think I'm fucking potions with guy. Yeah, he's a potions guy. They said it, they worded it slightly differently, but they used the word potions. Okay. okay? Yeah. Like. So, like we may not have the wording, but that is the, <laughs> the exact spirit of the quote. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, if he, they use the word potions, I'm using the word potions. Okay, he called the potion seller and asked for his strongest potions. Yeah, well, uh, uh, I'm going into battle against cancer. I need them. Um, so, uh, King, King Charles owns like a homeopathy company. Like he's a total quack dude. Uh, and, and so, uh, uh, you know, I just think if he was enjoying being the king, he'd be like, yeah, give me that chemo. Fuck it. But instead he's like, I'll just stick to my potions. Um, I, this isn't fun. Um, now we all know that homeopathy, it is not like a real science. It doesn't work, but I will say it is actually more effective than, homeopathy which is when your friends yes. just don't care uh that can e- that can have even worse results so homey yeah. it, like it's it's still not good but homeopathy is better than homeopathy i mean homeopathy killed that guy on the plane <laughs> <laughs> is that guy all right i don't know <laughs> nah, he's fine he himself had the homie he was like I, i'm fine i'm, I'm good, good i'm good I think. Like no, if that great. much blood was coming out of me, I would be like, "Someone, please take me to the most yeah. sophisticated hospital, right? Sophisticated hospital, right now. Like, put me on a hel- well. Actually, don't put me on a helicopter. Hey, <laughs> don't get me up. Here. But I don't. I want to stay at sea level. Actually, yeah, put, me yeah, on yeah, a, yeah. put me on a submarine to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ocean Gate, we need you. Come back. Yep, 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 yep. Moving on, in more People Died news, uh, this week... um, Wait, 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 before we move on, can we talk really quickly about the fact that they spent like $11 billion coronating this guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like (laughs) they shut down the country, had like six bank holidays in a row or something, like... Do you like think the, the entire GDP of Alabama 
to to like put this man in the fancy hat, and now he's like, by the way, <laughs> not looking good. You're gonna have to change. You're gonna have to put a new guy on the money in like three weeks. <laughs> you got no. cancer? Not doing anything about it. Peace out. Uh, Do you think who's ball. next? Who's the next? Um, who's next for the William. throne? William. Uh, so we need to kill him right away somehow. Uh, <laughs> Do you think William's going to get a shitty coronation? Look that evil-looking grandkid, George. Look <laughs> <laughs> at Prince George, that evil. He he looks like the villain from like a, a 90s movie about like kids trying to play baseball or something. And it's like, it's like, here's Prince George. He's going to pay. He's going to pay for the, the opposing team. To all take steroids. It's a bunch of eleven-year-olds on steroids. <laughs> That's just George's team. <laughs> They're gonna pay eleven dollars for William's coronation following that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, gonna do it at a Burger King parking lot. Let me ask the two of you a question. So, if you know, if King Charles dies and then Prince, Prince William is coronated, and then Prince William somehow dies, like how many times do you think they'll be able to do these coronations before the people of England are like? Nah, dude, we're not doing this again. Like, <laughs> oh, the, the people of England will do it until their country collapses. They'll just yeah. like stop eating. They'll be like, "Well, I I, I loved food, but coronations <laughs> more important, I guess." I loved food, but to be quite honest, what we were eating barely qualifies as food. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the here's the thing. I talk about what? here's the thing. All the all the royal family has to do is just be like, "Hey, we saw." We know that we're spending a lot of money on all this, but just so you know, we saw a Romani person uh, in your neighborhood. So, uh, so I, just consider who you trust here. Consider who you trust, you know. And then all the Brits will be like, "Oh, gotta support the king again." I'm gonna, I'm gonna give. Uh, we gotta. Everybody's gonna chop off the, one of their legs for the coronation. That's the only way we can pay for it now. We're selling, we're selling legs to Germany. <laughs> we don't know what they want them for. <laughs> well, hey, um, let's. Uh, speaking of, um, putting parts of your legs somewhere, specifically the boot somewhere. Okay. Uh, Toby, Toby Keith died. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Here's Toby the thing. Teeth, no, uh, listeners, I am not much of a conspiracy theorist, but I will say that the story of Toby Keith's death broke at the exact same time that the story of Drake's dick pics being leaked happened. These were simultaneous events. There was synchronicity. I don't know how, but I can tell you without a sliver of a doubt that this is all connected. Toby Keith died by way of Drake's dick. Prove me wrong. I can't. Yeah, because I'm right. <laughs> uh, I will say, I did not look up uh, Drake, uh, uh, fuck Toby Keith. I did not look up Drake's dick pic. Um, it felt weird. I was like, I don't know if this is, this is probably meant to be private. And like, I had this like, you know, this isn't my business to see. And then I was like, why do I think this? Because I could not look up pictures of Hunter Biden's dick fast enough. Like, <laughs> it's like, why is there this line drawn in my head? What, like, it's not all, it's, it's, probably, it's not an all It's the probably above. for politics, right? It's probably like politician, public servant, theoretically. But he isn't even, he's just a politician's kid. So, like, what the fuck? I mean, I've heard that Hunter Biden 
is pulling the strings from somewhere from a lot of conservatives. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, if your dick's that like, long... Isn't it like 7% of conservatives think he is the president? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I will like say, that. if your dick is that long, you can control things from a great distance, for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's Pressing buttons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure, though, fuck Toby Keith. Like, the whole fucking stick a boot up your ass. Like, just being like, Toby Keith, that's the guy that was, like, after 9-11. He's like, let's yeah. make anti-Muslim music. Like, what? <laughs> Dude, calm down. What the fuck is wrong with you? Also, like, coming after the Dixie Chicks for saying, like, we I was going like to say, George you know Bush. the chicks. You know the chicks were popping bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pour none out. Um. <laughs> they were in the club making it rain that night. People ask, what, 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 what are you part celebrating? They just smile. Oh, it's just, it's just a good day. It's, it's a, a Tuesday. Day. <laughs> Gone, but never forgotten. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. <laughs> we will apprehend Drake's dick one of these days. No, nah, you know <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying to apprehend Drake's dick. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's switch things up a bit. That's enough stories about people dying. Um, just kidding. A <laughs> a second mega freak has killed their dad for some reason. So we've got uh, we've got a bit of a pattern now emerging. I don't know exactly what it means, but it is undeniable. Um, this week uh, in Palm Beach County, Florida, some 44-year-old guy was all coked up and then got into a fight with his dad about the fact that his dad got the vaccine and then uh, fucking brutally murdered him. Now, we talked last week about uh, the guy who went on the anti-immigrant screed and then chopped his dad's head off. Uh, this guy left the head on the body, but, you know, definitely definitely not an alive body. But Not in great shape, no. No, he's not doing great. He's not doing great. Um, yeah, so what, what do you think is behind this recent spate of killing your dad? <laughs> this, this recent uh, outbreak of patricide uh, in the MAGA community. Yeah, I, it's got to be... Like, is it like an Oedipal rage thing? Do you know I what mean, I mean? That none of these guys said that they secretly wanted to fuck their moms, but they also didn't not say it. They didn't not say it. Here's what I will say is that, like, you know, this is an election year, you know, and it's the fucking rematch, Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Um, do you think anybody that is a Biden voter would chop their dad's head off? Like, we're going to lose, okay? <laughs> There's not the fire. There's not the energy in the base. Like, I'm not planning on voting for Joe Biden, but, like, even if I were, like, I saw my dad the other day. I had, like, I looked at him, and I was like, I really don't want to stab this dude. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I'm like, I'm like 70-30 on not stabbing shit. my dad. My dad was annoying the shit out of me the other day, and I was still like, well, I, I guess I'll just uh, eat lunch with him and move on. I don't, you yeah. know, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Uh, I did not think. Let me hurl this fork across the table into his eyeball or <laughs> anything along those lines. So yeah, I guess we're soft. Um, is I think what the conclusion here. The West is too soft. Uh, <laughs> Nate Nate Silver is pointing at a graph, and there's two lines, and the one says two, and the other one says zero, and it's number of fathers killed by. <laughs> members of different parties. I'm, I'm going to make that graph and post it after the show. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, I just want to say, um, to be serious about this for one moment, unfortunately. All right, I'll, I'll start the clock. 60 seconds. All right, I got 60 <laughs> seconds to be serious. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, most of the quote-unquote random acts of mass violence in America are political. This is not mass violence, but right. it all ties together in terms of there is a history of stochastic terrorism here in America, they all reference each other's manifestos and -hmm. things like that. And a lot of people will point out, well, but also a lot of them, this has some, uh, there's some element of domestic abuse tied into it. Yes, that is the point that I'm about to make is Mm -hmm. that the goal of modern American fascism is to enable and enact domestic abuse on a mass scale. Like that is the that is the emotional and ideological impetus behind these people. Shit. And so to them, it is a completely a political act to do something that is obviously an emotionally like this is obviously like you have like a family, like a deep seated family issue that you're like acting out on in the form of violence because you are a abusive individual. Right. But it's like to, it's all connected to them. So. Um, that's why we're seeing these folks do this, emo- like clearly like this is like domestic, there's like a domestic abuse route in these killings. And then they're, they're calling it political it's because it's all the same to them. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And I will say like, now that you mention it, I, I guess this is a pattern and whatnot, but I've never really thought about it, but a lot of, no, sorry, not a lot, but at least like a few that I can kind of vaguely remember, uh, like big mass shootings that have happened over the last 10 years or something. I do remember quite a few times where they would be like the victim first killed their mom before they left to go do all this stuff. Um, yeah. And like, or or their ex-wife was in the crowd that they've shot up. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's all, it's all the same to these people. It's political and it's, it's personal because those things are the same. And I, I get the point why about King enact- Charles doesn't want to be here anymore. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this the point about is up. <laughs> oh, for sure. Okay, I'll bail. I'll bail. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> the uh, the point about uh, enacting it on a on a massive scale. It's like I was thinking about like I got a fucked up relationship with my family, and I have no interest in enacting any kind of really fucked up policies on anybody. And I think it has to do with maybe a belief in the supremacy of the nuclear family. That, like, if you hold that that has to be, like, the first and only institution that holds society together, then you want to, you know, you push that harder, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, Man, sucks to be in the world we live in. Uh, Hey, you know, this has been, we've been talking about some dark stuff. Uh, so let's check in on the conflict in Gaza. Um, So this week... Uh, <laughs> um, just a few quick updates. Uh, first of all, this week, uh, a number of different parties, including Hamas, came up with a deal uh, for a ceasefire that would involve the release of all of the Israeli hostages. You know, the bring them home, hashtag bring them home. You know, this is they they put it on the table. They said, here, if you if you agree to the ceasefire, we will give them all back. We can, you know, we can walk away. You can get your people back. I know uh, that th- that's really what's most important to Israel is to get to bring them home. You know, um, Netanyahu was like, "Nah, fuck that shit." So 
Uh, instead, he decided this week that he's going to start ramping up attacks on Rafa. Now, Rafa is the city in Gaza or the town in Gaza. I don't know. It's the part of Gaza that is up against the border with Egypt. Now, if you are thinking, wait a minute, isn't that where like 90% of all of the people that live in Gaza have been forced to flee to, and they are now up against the literal wall that Israel has built to keep them trapped in there. Um, you are correct. Uh, the, there's uh, nowhere left for them to go. I did hear a few people say that Israel's plan is to just blow up the wall to force them to flee into Egypt because Egypt was like, nah, dude, you're not doing a fucking resettlement here. Like, yeah, so... Uh, Ethnic cleansing, we're, right. we're doing it, folks. Or, I mean, they're doing it, but yeah. Uh, it's fucked up. It's real fucked up. Incredibly so. Um, God, there's really, there's like nothing I can say that was is said better by somebody else, but just, it's like, they have not yet accomplished their stated objective, which is the total removal of all Palestinian people from that territory. And so... Bring them home was always bullshit. Uh, and, you know, given the opportunity to get what they wanted, you know, get all of them back that you haven't already killed uh, in the airstrikes. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's, uh, it's demoralizing. Also, there was a story this week. Uh, I think it was I first heard about it like it, late last week or early this week that there was a uh, five-year-old girl who was traveling in the car with her family a Palestinian girl, Palestinian family, and that uh, IDF soldiers had opened fire on them and they killed everybody in the car except for that five-year-old girl. But the thing is, she was either calling on a phone or like calling out to people, to other Palestinians nearby asking for help, but she was pinned down by Israeli snipers. So they shot at anybody who was trying to go and help her. And then she disappeared. Uh, nobody could find her or contact her. And then just uh, just a couple days later, or, you know, I think it was yesterday, um, I saw an update. We finally got uh, some closure on that story, and this is a CNN headline. Five-year-old Palestinian girl found dead after being trapped in car with dead relatives. Who sure, killed him, CNN? Sure seems like there's a couple details there that aren't being provided. I wonder if that's on purpose. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Fuck these people. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We don't have much. I, I personally, I don't have much of value to add. Uh, I don't, you know, this is, you know, we can joke about a man exploding on a plane, but this is tough, you know? There's tough yeah. to find the humor in this, but I do want to talk about yeah. it. I don't, wanna, I don't want a week to go by that we don't, you know, remind people that this is fucking going on and uh yeah let's talk about something i think we can all agree on a force of for good in the world a bit of positivity a, a great deal of positivity a, a a light in the darkness i'm talking of course about elon musk ever heard of him? <laughs> i'm familiar with his work yeah you, have you seen this have you heard of this <laughs> you seen this? Heard about this <laughs> this is, I think. This is another thing that we hate to, we hate to let a week go by. <laughs> light on. This is real fun, actually. This is one. Of, this is a. I, I do think this is a fun Elon story. Um, 
So a few months ago, uh, you know, in the process of taking over Twitter or whatever, uh, Elon put out a pledge that he would pay the legal bills of anybody who <laughs> was improperly fired for something that they posted on Twitter. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know where this is going anyway. So somebody decided to finally take him up on it. Specifically, Gina Carano. Uh, Cara Dune, really? <laughs> formerly of the Star Wars universe, uh, has decided to sue Disney. <laughs> and Elon Musk is now <laughs> responsible for paying for that lawsuit. Dog, like... That's so fucking hilarious. Man's got to quit saying shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just shut the fuck up, Elon. Here's the thing. I don't know... I know once you get to a certain point of rich, like money doesn't really matter, but like starts uh, to matter when it's in the billions lost every 15 minutes. Yeah. And also, you know, there aren't many people that can go up against Elon Musk, like dollar for dollar, whatever, but yeah. the Disney corporation, that's can. one of them. Like, <laughs> like, you know, some fucking guy in like, I don't know, uh, Arkansas that gets mad at Elon probably isn't going to get anything out of it. But right. you try and take on fucking Disney, dog. That's what buried Ron DeSantis, Elon. Like, and that's <laughs> fucking like, what do you even what are you even supposed to get from Disney? Are they what? Like, you, you're back on the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like. Elon just lost $56 billion last week. So, like, not exactly the best time to be like, yeah, let me fight Disney to the death <laughs> uh, over over some, some woman who had, like, 45 minutes of total screen time on the right. Disney Channel or some bullshit, you know? <laughs> like... like <laughs> And what was the? Uh, wasn't her shit like, You just gotta, you just gotta take the L. You fumbled the bag in this lifetime. All yeah. right. Yeah. You, and you, you had the bag there right in front of you, and then you decided to be like, "Hey, by the way, I know I have bisexual hair, but <laughs> didn't, didn't she said something like super, like not even dog whistly, but just straight up anti-Semitic? Right? Wasn't it? I'm that? trying to figure on. I, thought it I was found like, her political. Uh, oh, let's see. She added uh, uh, beep, bop, boop were her pronouns on Twitter. Of course, that uh, might be biscuits apologized. pronouns, though. Like <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, but if it's sincere, like in Biscuit's case, it's not. Yeah. The same okay. Thing. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> in February 21, Carano shared an Instagram post that compared quote hating someone for their political views to the persecution of Jews during the Holocaust. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, good job, Gina Carano. Uh, yeah. Nice work. You can't you can't fumble the bag harder than that. You were on a beloved like they like Mandalorian the season she was on. That was the height of like Star Wars series powers. Do you know what I mean? Like they could have rode that money train forever, but nope, nope. Gotta gotta be like uh, the the gays don't like it when I say fast shit. That's the same shit as being persecuted by Nazis. Yeah, um, it's like it's you know, really incredible. I also, it's just, do you know how anti-Semitic you have to be to offend the Disney Corporation? <laughs> <laughs> she put in the work, okay? Yeah. She really... 
Uh, so uh, good good <laughs> luck in your lawsuit. Um, congrats. Uh, make sure you send all uh, accounts receivable to courtesy of Elon Musk uh, at <laughs> fartemoji.com or whatever. Yeah, so it's just, I don't know. Yeah, good luck getting that bill paid. He doesn't have an HR department for any of his businesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no payroll going out. I've been thinking, like, I don't know exactly what the timeline will be of this, but, like, if you look throughout history, especially of like the last hundred years under capitalism, like you know, in, in in our in the system we live in, there have been like a different richest man in the world. It's like been this guy for a little bit, then it was this guy, it was Carnegie, then it was Rockefeller, blah blah blah. And so like, Elon Musk will not be the richest guy in the man of the the richest person in the world forever. And so at some point, um, you know, as he falls from his peak, it will be interesting because. I don't think it has ever happened that it was just because of like a million bad business decisions. Once you reach the top, like I, like most of the time right. it's just like somebody else gets richer, but he is like actively just like fucking him, shooting himself in the foot with every step he takes. And I mean, it's going to take time because, you know, having that much money insulates you from the real consequences, but it, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> like, like Elon Musk might be the first person that goes from richest man in the world to brokest man in the world in his lifetime. Like that would be sick, dude. That'd can you imagine? So cool. can you imagine Elon Musk posting on Twitter that like, I need help paying rent this month. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to X to post yeah. a fucking GoFundMe link. I do not like people calling it X, but I will say that uh, when people call it the Everything app, that does make me smile. Yeah, we on Radio Free Topic mm-hmm. we refer to it as X the Everything app. Of yeah, course. yeah. So. <laughs> I do like that. Um, com- my compliments to the chefs. Hey, let's talk about some elections. You remember those folks? We live in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got some exciting stuff going on. Uh, there was this week a candidate for uh, Secretary of State for the state of Missouri, which, first of all, what the fuck does a state need a Secretary of State for? I don't understand what that means or how that works. I also don't care to look into it. Uh, a secretary or a candidate for Secretary of State in Missouri released a video of her burning books with a flamethrower. Yeah, I remember this check. And here's the thing. I get it if you don't like the gays, like whatever, dude. But like, can it, it, the a uh, fuck? You're burning the books, like, and bragging about it. Like, what? How do you not? Like, what do you think? What do you think you're doing? Right. Like, yep. you're scared of fucking books, dude. What's wrong with you? You're pathetic. It's so sad. I like. Know. To be like, yeah, we taught those words. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's of course it's symbolic of uh, of the wider snuffing out of the I, like. Basically, we're they're gonna make it shittier and shittier to be gay and trans, right? Absolutely. And to yeah. share this share literature with the kids on the subject allows them to maybe feel some things and unlock some shit and maybe understand some things about themselves, right? That's sort of the the utility of of literature is a sharing of experience, right? And so they just want to eliminate that as an experience to be shared. Yeah, they want to live in a reality where you can just get rid of stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, that's not what reality, like, you can't do that. There's, like, like <laughs> there's like a whole internet, every computer's connected to every other computer, and those computers got words on them, and you can't get rid of all them words on them computers. Yeah, but this is also why they want to destroy the internet, too. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. 
Like, <laughs> oh, I forgot to look into it, but there's some crazy anti-pornography legislation getting like <clears throat> discussed somewhere that like, oh, I forget what it is. It's like it defines pornography as prostitution and like people who pay for or like who can consi- I, I I don't know all the details, but uh, I saw it and I was like, well, I'm going to fucking jail, dude. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, you know, it is exciting. It is exciting that we <laughs> to see these people fucking flailing, trying to do, to change what reality is. And like, here's the thing: it's gonna get. I I I've, I've been saying I I have a feeling it is going to get worse before it gets any better. But I do believe it will eventually get better because what if these people are successful in eliminating all these things? <laughs> They're going to, like, spend a ton of time and money, like, getting rid of books and websites, and then people are still going to be gay all over the place, and they're going to be yep. like, oh, we we did a lot for nothing, and uh, now the economy is failing, and people are like, hey, we we voted for you because you said that stuff about the gay people, but now I, they changed the locks to my house. Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> I sincerely hope that you are correct. I fear that you are not because they just bite down even harder and they go, no, it's the gay cabal has repossessed my house or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that, like, I I don't agree at all with any part of fascism, but, like, I do, in a way, kind of, like, understand the appeal of it, especially for people that aren't that informed, that, like, people look at their world around them, and they're like, this shit is fucked up, like, I can't afford to do things, I can't, like, you know, I, I like, I can't send my kids to school, my parents sent me to school, yeah. like, all that shit, and they, they look around, and then there are two parties that are giving different explanations the republicans are saying it's because of immigrants and gay people the democrats are saying no everything's fine so like it's wrong but like i get how people end up in that place but the thing is yeah is that that fascism is hollow there is nothing that if republicans took full control they wouldn't actually fix anything so yes it would get very bad you have to remember those very scary but like even that they're there even even looking at fascism's appeal from that perspective is still looking at it from a more humane perspective than the fascists themselves actually look at things. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what you have to remember, I think, is, like, even if you try to, like, figure out where they're coming from so that you can potentially empathize with somebody's position and maybe try to change their mind mm-hmm. or something along those lines, um, you actually can't with fascists a lot because... They actually just, they don't want anything like, like they, their entire ideology is smoke and mirrors and they don't want anything like even remotely good to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's, I think that that's more true. And I'm not saying the- that to discount your point, but just to yeah. remind us that like, I think a lot of times it, it just kind of reminds me of how like a lot of people kind of convince themselves that Nikki Haley had a real shot. And it's like. <laughs> You're convincing yourself from a more humane perspective than Republican voters will be coming from sure, the people that sure. will actually make this decision. Mm. Like, like if, if 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 you're like a liberal or an independent or a leftist or whatever, and you're thinking, well, maybe they'll pick Nikki Haley because, you know, they could totally win the identity politics battle against. It's like they don't give a shit about that. No. Yeah, they don't yeah, give a yeah. shit about that at all. And in fact, they hate that so much that they will continue to vote against Nikki Haley just based on that. Um, And it just reminds me of a few weeks ago when we talked about how uh, uh, I think we talked about this on this show. And it might might have been a different podcast. I don't know. 
uh, 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 follow me somewhere and maybe you'll find something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, We, we, I think we talked about this of like how uh, people in Iowa like gave interviews about like why they wouldn't vote for for Vivek. Vivek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, you know, 9-11 and it's like Vivek is that that's not even the same category of person what do you (laughs) you know like (laughs) yeah 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 and and just to be clear uh, what i was reason i was saying that is not even uh to like humanize or empathize with the people that fall for that but just to say that like shit very likely will get bad but like there's there's nothing to support that if it gets to its like end point and we will get out of that like it's not going to be the end of the world like there's there's I don't think there's much reason to be hopeful for the next five to 10 years. I do think that there's reason to be hopeful for 20, 30 years from now. Um, and that's a fucking bummer because I'll be dead by then. Uh, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe not. I don't know. I have a girlfriend now. I want to live. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call external validation. Andrew, you need to find internal validation. (laughs) Sorry. No can do. You know what? You know, it is going to be interesting, though, if, uh, you know, as as you suddenly become a little less nihilistic, like it's really going to change the flavor of the show. Uh, in fact, I, I bet there are people listening to this right now that just spit out whatever drink they had in their mouth. One of their three drinks. Uh, yeah. One of, well, maybe all three of them for some folks, some really ambitious people. And, uh, you know. Hey, you know what? What did Andrew Hillary just say? We love putting a fucking jump scare in a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm get you. Also, if Deanna's listening, she will have just freaked out because uh, I, haven't, I haven't told her anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. You got to tell her before you release this or she's going to be mad at you. No, I got to be mad at her if she doesn't hear it because she didn't listen. So <laughs> we're, we're playing two different games. Right after this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kennedy, you brought up Nikki Haley, and uh, she. <laughs> there is a story about her this week. So the Nevada primary happened, and uh, Nikki Haley lost by like uh, by like forty points to the top of the ballot, which was none of these options. Now, I will say, I'm not defending Nikki Haley. Uh, fuck her. Fuck everything she stands for. But a lot of people were tweeting about these results and being like, ha, look, people hate Nikki Haley so much that they just voted for none of these. She couldn't even beat none of these options. And like, they were doing it as if this was some kind of dunk. But the thing is, Donald Trump was not on the ballot. So that 60% of votes wasn't not Nikki Haley. It was people voting for Donald Trump. Like, and people were like, ha, she couldn't even beat no if the she couldn't even win if Donald Trump wasn't on the ballot. And it's like, no, Donald Trump was on the ballot. They gave a box for him that just didn't have his name. Like yeah. <laughs> that's what happened yeah. there. Um, but you know, she's still definitely a failure and won't win. But uh it's just weird to like see people like talking about this as if they don't understand it, like this is very simple what this is. Like, I don't know. Uh hey, the media folks. Now, um, our next story uh, is about another candidate, um, and this is a bit of a sad one. Um, and this is uh, so. In in other exciting news, this was a story that I actually missed, and um, uh, uh, 
my girlfriend sent me a link. She was like, oh, you do a news podcast? You're probably going to want to cover this. And I was like, wow. Um, <laughs> wow, you're so neat. Thank you. You're really meant to be. Wow. <laughs> I know. And here's the thing. She was so right because the story, uh, the story is about uh, the fact that Marianne Williamson uh, has suspended her, her campaign. Damn it. I know, I know. Crystal Power can't can't do it this time. Oh, thank God. I was getting the worst, <laughs> cringiest texts from her because I got on her list somehow. And so the reason why this is an incredible story is that uh, she announced this on with an Instagram post. <laughs> and part of the the um caption of the Instagram post <laughs> was quote. Her supporters' kindness will carry on in her heart as an emotional fragrance forever. End quote. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of speaks to me. Emotional fragrance? That kind of speaks to me. I, I don't know. Okay, if I may. I'm the only one of us that runs on estrogen around these parts, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else is on the hormone replacement I, therapy, I, but I, like I have a level of emotional vibrancy mm. that I think that I, <laughs> I hear emotional fragrance and I'm like, I know what that means. Audrey, are you crystal pilled? What's going on? I'm a touch crystal pilled, <laughs> maybe. Okay. It could happen. I'm a little crystal pilled, but I'm still not. I don't know if I'm <laughs> with that one. You, you, and my hormone situation is been it's complicated for a long time <laughs> as its status i didn't so. know i just assumed apologies um hell yeah. yeah we're not doing hipaa violations out here don't worry folks um, <laughs> it's but, not you can tell on yourself yeah yeah you're allowed to tell on yourself but i yeah. think marianne williamson did a hipaa violation by telling me what kind of scent is in her heart um i didn't <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, in other news, enough about uh, elections. Let's talk about um, <laughs> this week in Hawaii. The Hawaii Supreme Court uh, suspended part of the Second Amendment. Um, they were like, we actually oh. don't want people walking around with guns all over the place, so we're going to just make that illegal. So I have a bit of a prediction to make. Uh, there's going to be a Pearl Harbor 2. And this, <laughs> <laughs> this time, instead of America finding out about it and letting it happen, we're just going to do it. We are going to start bombing Hawaii to make sure that everybody can still have guns. And uh, yeah, so this <laughs> we'll be following this story closely. Um, or, I mean, maybe seeing a headline and remembering that we talked about it. That's about how closely we follow most stories, but uh, uh, I just want to chalk this one up as a point on my, uh, on my USA is likely to balkanize board. Yeah. There was like people that were like, this is America. You can't do this. And like, there are Hawaiians that were like, I, we, we really don't want to be America though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is America against our will. You guys like straight yeah. up. So good for them. Good for them. Uh, and also, I guess, RIP to the Big Island or something. I don't know. So our next story, uh, this is something that this really threw me for through for a curveball. Um, apparently, uh, Bud Light is no longer woke. They have made it through to the other side. And here's the thing. We've seen we've 
we've had our ear to the ground. We've reported on so many companies that have fallen to the woke mind virus that have, you know, uh, uh, done some gay shit. And, you know, it's, it's something that I thought once you ended up in that, in the woke graveyard, you were there to stay. But yeah, once you experiment at camp, that's over. You're, <laughs> it's, for, it's for life. <laughs> but like a phoenix rising from the rainbow ashes, Bud Light has returned uh, to be. Here's what happened. Um, Anheuser Busch threw a fundraiser for Donald Trump, and so he posted on True Social that Bud Light is good. Actually, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like a long post, but like the gist of it was like, no, nah, you know what? They're good guys. They're good guys. Everything's fine. <laughs> you mean I'm going to lose my job making semen for Bud Light? Like I'm going <laughs> to lose that gig? <laughs> I wish no, you didn't have to I, find I, out I, like this, but yes. <laughs> I don't think you realize how many trans women are about to be out of work. Yeah, we're going to lose our jobs, man. <laughs> so you know rest in peace to a real one also like the dylan mulvaney thing was like almost a year ago and like the entire thing was about like one instagram post right and like people still talk about it like as if it was a i don't know it's it's fucking pathetic these guys are fucking losers speaking of fucking losers tucker carlson went to interview vladimir putin this week uh, now, this was incredible. I did not watch the whole thing, but like, here's the thing: I do think, I do think Vladimir Putin is objectively a bad person. I think that the things that he's doing are uh, re- repugnant. I think that a lot of his actions are unforgivable and un- unambiguously morally wrong. All that being said, did you say some funny shit? All that being said, this dude knows how to play. Like Tucker went there thinking he was going to do a like, uh, Ooh, like look at this interview and Putin ran fucking circles around him. Like Tucker was trying to do these like gotcha questions about like how, you know, like, uh, you know, a a multipolar world and like China being like a threat. And Vladimir Putin was just like, actually like, you know, we do a lot of business with China and China's doing good things. What's your question? Like, (laughs) yeah. Kicks ass. <laughs> yeah, just no fucking time for this bullshit, which, like, wh- you don't see many people, like, going up against these, like, uh, you know, the top-line right-wing fucking grifter outrage machines and just completely putting them in their place. Uh, yeah. You really don't see that that much. So, again, 99% of what Putin does, fuck that guy, but, like, that 1%, I'm going to say... Pretty fucking sick, dude. Based. It, um, it was. It, there's some funny fucking shit in that interview. The and absolute best part. Uh, <laughs> if you can't find any joy and laughter in this interview, I just don't think you're trying. Because <laughs> the absolute wow. best part, like I think, like midway through the interview, so they've been talking for a while, and all of a sudden, Vladimir Putin just brings up the fact that Tucker got rejected from the CIA. <laughs> 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 and then he's like, then he's like, I do understand though. The CIA is a very serious organization. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get fucking roasted. Holy shit. He just had to sit in it. He just had to sit in it and yeah. keep doing the interview. <laughs> you have to imagine Tucker's a little scared in that interview, right? 
I oh, don't, yeah. in, I don't he's think in he Russia. He's sitting across from the premiere. I don't think he walked into it scared. I think by the end of it, he was terrified. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's been doing the fucking, you know, he was number one guy on Fox News, and he's been doing yeah. the show on X. Like, he has been pretty much unchallenged for quite some time. Do you do this one? You know that look yeah, that he yeah, does yeah. where he's like... For, for the listeners at home, Audrey's making the worst face, which is an accurate Tucker Carlson face. <laughs> just like the... Like, that, that like that face he the, makes, his brain is just like shutting down. Yeah, the vacant, like slack-jawed, like waiting for you as the viewer to respond with a... What well, makes sense of it for me. It's a it's a combination of mad and scared and pooping your pants a little bit. Like, yeah. it's... <laughs> A face he will make permanently once he slides into dementia in his old age. And it can't happen soon enough. Speaking, hey, speaking of sliding into dementia at, at an old age, our, hey! our next story is another installment of our recurring segment, What the Fuck, Joe Biden. So, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden, uh, he's, you know, he's known for being a man of principle, of dignity. And a fairness above all else. His brain? No, his heart. <laughs> so, uh, Joe Biden this week. Joe Biden, uh, he... Okay, so there was a story whenever people were talking about Trump's uh, uh, class, classified documents. And um, after that was like had become a story, people started realizing like, oh shit, other people might have classified documents. And it turned out that Joe Biden had some classified documents. Now, if you look into this, uh, this was very different than like Trump. By all by all appearances, Trump purposefully took the shit so that he could brag about it and like show it off. Uh, Caught chasing. It looked like to the best. I mean, of my I would. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Uh, to the best of my yeah, knowledge, who's amongst us? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would be Audrey, honest. if you if I slid you some classified documents right now, are you gonna keep that quiet or are you gonna? I might be it? holding that shit and telling people, but I'd be like, check it out. Serial, <laughs> <laughs> really? Check it out. Yeah. I mean, I think the War Thunder forums prove that we, none of us have <laughs> this sort of behavior. <laughs> um, so by all accounts, Joe Biden just like had kind of taken some stuff to write a memoir and like still had it. But like it wasn't the same set of circumstances. But like Joe Biden, you know, uh, for all his faults is committed to, uh, I'm sorry, the appearance of fairness. So um, people at the time. Uh, we're calling for this to be investigated. And Joe Biden's like, yes, I think this should be investigated. So he told Merrick Garland to hire a special prosecutor. And uh, they got a, uh, it, to be even as fair as possible, they hired some fucking Republican guy to look into this. So this week, uh, they, came, they, they came to a conclusion, this investigator, and they released a report that basically said, yeah, like, I don't know. He had this shit, but it seemed like it was like, you know, just a, a you know, not an intentional thing. It, you know, it's just a, you know, no, no crime was necessarily committed. You know, he gave them back. He cooperated. What blah, blah, blah. However, in this report, there were multiple mentions uh, 
made of the fact that during Joe Biden's um, testimony, no, uh, the thing where they interview you, what the fuck, deposition. During Joe Biden's deposition, there were multiple instances where uh, he either couldn't remember something or remembered something wrong. So... Uh, this because this guy is a Republican, he made sure to include that in the report, being like, "Yeah, no." Uh, at one point, he forgot when his son died. Thought you guys might want to know, and like his conclusion at the end of the report was, "While no crime is being committed, I think a jury would fail to prosecute, and they would just see an old man with memory issues," Damn. which I think is obviously this guy was being a dick on purpose, but it's also pretty accurate from what we've seen and so here's the thing the reason why this falls under what the fuck joe biden is because a few hours after this report was released at like eight o'clock on thursday night joe biden called an emergency press briefing and went out fucking heated he went up to the podium and just started yelling about how he's his memory isn't bad and he totally knows when his son died and he was like he wasn't like full on freaking out, but you could just tell by looking at him, he was so fucking defensive. And here's the thing. That is a red flag for whenever an old person is struggling with memory issues is if somebody brings it up and they start getting mad, it's like, oh, no, Grandpa, you can't drive. You can't do that. It's like, no, I'm fine. I'll be out there. I'll be I know how to drive a goddamn car. My dad was a car. (laughs) (laughs) It was so aggressive. And like at one point, he's like, I know when my son died. And here's the thing. He looked really fucking bad in this press conference. At one point, he was like, I know when my son died. In fact, we went and prayed for him every week at the Our Lady of... uh, Oh, fuck. See, you can't... You got to nail it, Joe. And then just moved on and started a new sentence. And he was... I've seen a lot of people talk about another mistake he made in there. But, like, that was clearly he was trying to remember a thing and bailed on it our lady of um uh, just pick one peace mercy who gives a shit just say one famine (laughs) our lady of war (laughs) at another point in this press conference he uh said that you know she's the patron saint of memory loss and something else (laughs) (laughs) that's really good that's really really good Uh, At a certain point, he also um, confused uh, Mexico and Egypt. He was talking about (laughs) this is the thing a lot of people been saying. Wow. (laughs) You know, I mix those two up all the time. Here's the thing. There have been like two times in the last two weeks where he's talked about how he recently met with one of the leaders of a European country. And the name he said was actually somebody who was in office 20 years ago. (laughs) Yo. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, Joe. Not doing a great job of beating the can't remember shit allegations. Uh, El Presidente, let my people go. And here's the thing: like mixing up Egypt. Listen, Mexico, Mexico Egypt. There's pyramids in both, kind of. Yeah. Okay. No. That's Wait true. a second. So, uh, also, I Donald Trump released. Thing they have in common. If I keep trying, um... beautiful beaches. Donald beautiful Trump beaches. posted a uh, posted on True Social a map of the region that had like Israel's here, Jordan's here, the Gaza Strip's here, Mexico's right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Oh my god, that's brutal. <laughs> that's, that's brutal. That's that's like a post I would make. Yeah. It's a good fucking post. Um That's a that's quality content right there. Yeah. Fucking Dark Brandon doesn't have anything on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. So, like, this is getting talked about a lot more. But obviously, like, all of the party elites, all of the, like, you know, Democrats in charge or whatever, they are unwilling to even have this conversation. But, like, more and more people are talking about it to the point that fucking Nate Silver, the fucking I-know-how-to-guess-elections guy, he came out with a post this week, and he wasn't even saying just that, Biden is old. He was saying shit that like we've said a few weeks ago on the podcast that like hey, if the you can't expect me to take the threat of Donald Trump that seriously if your best solution is an 81-year-old guy who clearly is struggling with memory issues. Like if you've lost fucking Nate Silver dog, this is gonna <laughs> get, Here's the thing, the election is this year, but it's a long time away. This is going to get worse. Like mm-hmm. There are going to be more and more moments. People that are losing their uh, cognitive ability don't generally get it back. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it don't really come back, and it definitely don't last another four years when shit really starts to slip, you know? Like, yeah. Shit. Yeah, so it's going to be an exciting year. It's going to be an exciting year. Um, and also, once again, cannot say this enough, what the fuck, Joe Biden? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> take a day. Take take the rest of your life. Just chill, dude. You don't got to be yeah. president. Um, but yeah, it is. The issue is that the Democrats are playing such a risky game right now because there is no backup plan. None. No. And and it's like. Quaaludes Kamala. What are you talking about? <laughs> how much confidence do we even have that Joe Biden will still be upright and making sense nine months from now? Like. I have none personally. Yeah, <laughs> very I little. Well, Kennedy, have you considered how much uh, fundraising that the Democrats will be able to do if uh, Joe Biden is not able to uh, take part in the election, or if he, even if he loses? Think about how much money the Democrats stand to make if Donald Trump is president again. Actually, don't think about that. It's really depressing. We have one more story. <laughs> uh, this is, I think. I think this is one of the most insane political moves that I've seen made in my, at least in the time I've been paying attention to politics. So obviously there's like nonstop talk about the border, about immigration. This seems to be the kind of thing that Republicans realize they have nothing real to offer anybody. And like, though there is definitely a lot of anti-LGBTQ sentiment, the most egregious of the anti-LGBTQ freaks really haven't done that well in a lot of like elections over the last couple of years. It's like, it's not that it's a losing strategy, but it's not a silver bullet. It's not a winning strategy. Um, so immigration is where the Republicans seem to have like really set their foot down. They're going to talk about the invasion. They're going to talk about the border crisis, blah, blah, blah. And so uh, the Democrats seem to have thought maybe we can beat them at their own game, which is fucking insane and so stupid. Uh, so this week they finally put forward their, uh, hardline anti-immigration bill. Now, this was a pretty significant piece of immigration legislation. We haven't had any like major immigration changes, uh, legislation-wise, at least in like in the last decade or so. 
Um, but here's the thing is that it was extreme and far right anti-immigration stuff in this law. This law contained shit that was like worse than the stuff that Stephen Miller was suggesting. Like no path towards citizenship for people who are already here. Like the ability to just completely shut down the border to immigrants and asylum seekers across the board. Like this is more harsh than what Trump wants or has at least said publicly. And the Democrats put this bill up for a vote and then it lost. Now, they, I guess what they were thinking was, oh, we will prove that Republicans, even if we give them everything they want, they are hypocrites. They still won't vote for it just because it'll have a Democrat's name attached to it. That It appears that that's what they were thinking. But what they actually showed is two things. One, they are willing and totally comfortable with throwing every fucking immigrant in this country under the bus. They do not see them as human beings. And two, the other thing that this showed is that the only way that this gets fixed is if Donald Trump is the president. Whoa. Because if the reason it failed is because Trump said not to vote for it. The logical conclusion is only Trump can fix this. How fucking stupid do you have to be <laughs> in an election year to be like this won't get fixed unless you vote for the other guy shit i am bewildered yeah how can you be this fucking stupid how can you be this bad at your job we're gonna do the other guy's thing we're gonna do the work for them we're gonna set it up we're gonna put it in front of them and then they're just going to turn it down because they're little hypocrites. And and that's that's the gotcha. And like even even agreeing to the framework that there's a crisis at the border just gives the Republicans a win. Because like right, right. there are people that have been coming across the border of this country since before it was a fucking country. Like calling it an invasion or even like playing that game is crazy. The only reason you're here is because somebody came across the border at some point. Shut the fuck up. Don't play this game. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm a little mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, uh, as somebody who lives next to a large stretch of border, um, it's all fucking made up. It's all yeah. fucking made up. I live right here. I live right here. It's yeah. not happening. None of the shit that they're saying is happening is happening. If it was happening, I would see it. My friends would see it. My family would see it. Nobody's seeing it. We live right here. You people in fucking Delaware and shit, you make up fucking stories in your head. You've never been to Mexico. You've never been to the border. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh... I, I was working, um, doing a little bit of work for my dad the other day. And my uncle was there and I was telling him about, you know, going on tour and traveling across the country. And like my uncle, like, I don't, I don't even know what his politics are. I assume not great. Uh, but like, he's not like very outward about it. He doesn't talk about it that much. He's, he's not like a bigot or anything. He's not like outright saying shit. Uh, I think he just doesn't care. Isn't that informed? Doesn't matter. But we were talking about it. And I was telling him about driving through the Southwest and how much like I thought it was like beautiful, this region. And he was like, oh, wow. So you were down like by the border and stuff. And I was like, I mean, not really, but like kind of. And he was like, was it crazy down there? And I was like, no, it was fine. No. Everything's fine. Calm down. Yeah. 
<laughs> like invasion uh, implies it's been visiting Chicago with some regularity yeah. and there are people in my life who are like wow is like aren't you scared being there I'm like I was in Logan Square dog like it's not like don't even fucking worry <laughs> about it it's fine yeah the most scared I've ever ever been in the entire United States of America is of some fat drunk guy at a bar in, yeah. in uh, Wyoming that asked me why my pants were so tight in a way that implied he wanted to kill me like yeah <laughs> that's yeah, the most scared I've ever, ever been in America is when my car uh, the battery died in rural Arkansas yeah and yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and no one would stop to help me and my also not very straight or conventional looking partner for a while. And then mm -hmm. finally, some black folks stopped and uh, uh, they helped us out and they said, hey, we don't we don't stop in this town in general and you should get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <sighs> That's the I've ever been in America is Arkansas for sure. You know, the heartland. Yeah. Like, this isn't some fantasy where I'm, like, saying that, like, crime doesn't happen in cities, but, like... Sure. Uh, I feel safer in a, a, a sketchy neighborhood than I do in a fucking rural anything. <laughs> like, Yeah, same. I mean, Columbus, Ohio, not the most, you know, you don't hear about it the way you hear about some cities. Mm -hmm. But I lived in a pretty fucked up part of town, and none of us had keys because we were all live we were basically squatting in this house. Like somebody rented it, but there were way too many people living there. Yeah. And none of us had keys. So the doors was just unlocked all the fucking time and nothing ever happened to us. Like it was, you know, it's not like they're Audrey, you better hope that no time traveling thieves are listening. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna steal my $25 worth of weed, my only <laughs> possession. Honestly, but in that <laughs> moment, that would have been devastating, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would have been miserable. If somebody, <laughs> steals, if somebody steals your uh eighth of weed while you're living at the flop house, that is that might be it, it might be Jover. Um, that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, remember, uh listeners, that the Democrats uh are not on your side or on the side of the marginalized people that they claim to be the party that is in place to represent. Uh it is all a fucking lie, it is an illusion. They care about nothing other than maintaining their status and wealth. So this has been another great episode of Worst Week Yet. Uh, <laughs> Kennedy, Audrey, this was really fun. Uh, I like podcasting with Jens. This, this is a really oh, good time. I um, feel much the same. Hell yeah. Uh, Audrey, tell the folks where to find you and all of your work. <laughs> you can check out uh, my podcasts. I have two I'm going to tell you about. You can Ooh. check out... Radio Free Tote Bag. It's a show about relationships. Uh, we do heartfelt relationship and dating advice uh, from like a queer, trans, uh, non-traditional gender role, fucking polyamory. But also like if you're a normie, you can write in too and we'll give you advice tailored to you as well. Uh, with goofy japes, you know? We're funny, we're heartfelt, it's great. Uh, RFTB.me and uh, Radio Free Tote Bag everywhere you find podcasts. I also want to tell you about Data Transfer. <laughs> it is a trans-feminine reading of the Digimon Adventures animated series that I do with my partner, Corla. Both Kennedy and Andrew have been guests on the program. Mm -hmm. uh, speak, uh, tell them, tell them how unhinged it is. Tell them what it's like. I will I say, um, in regards to actually both your podcasts, Radio Free Tote Bag is my favorite podcast to be a guest on. And data transfer, I would say, is at the other end of that spectrum. 
<laughs> but you know what? They're no, both great they shows. Say, they're both great they shows. If you remember being on an episode of Data Transfer, <laughs> then you've never really been on the show. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's my review. You that's enter a fugue it. state when you yeah, come in. I, and... I kind of blanked it out. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, I, you know, my therapist and I are working on recovering that memory, um, uh, but uh, we won't. Be, I don't think we'll be there for a while. So, <laughs> you're welcome to come back. And we're working on the uh, Dark Masters uh, part of the series right now, and it's very oh, good. I, I, I actually would love to come back. Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I. You know what? I like you so much. I will come back if You're you ever want sweetie. somebody to come on and be like, why did you make me watch this again? <laughs> um, I will come back anytime, but I will regret it. Um, and <laughs> I regret it every week. It's fine. <laughs> listeners, you won't regret listening to it. It is a very fun show. Um, and yeah, uh, Kennedy, you got anything to uh, shout out here at the end? Um Brandon and I kind of quietly revived Not Safe for Wonks a few weeks ago. I know I, said, I, I, I made some jokes about not doing political podcasting anymore. Um, it's a little less political, though, than it was before and a little bit more media analysis, which was Ooh. always a show before. But now we're kind of it's more of an even split. Uh, yeah. We did an episode about um, the actual politics of new mexico represented in the curse not oh, so much fuck. about the show itself but we talked about the land easements issue mm -hmm. we talked about the baby boxes uh we talked about a lot of things in that show that are actually real and uh real new mexico things that are happening in politics is that out currently can i listen to that right now i, I mean like after we stop recording <laughs> it's either out or it'll be out this week okay and um, it's just not safe for wonks not safe for wonks, baby. We're back. Hell yeah. Welcome back. Um, and uh, I, I, I probably have some of y'all come on that show as we continue to slowly revive it and bring it back to life. Some of y'all, uh, when you're speaking to two people, implies that Audrey and I, what? one of us is going to be sad. <laughs> one of yeah, us is fucked. It's not you. I just watched, it's Audrey. Audrey's, Audrey's getting the invite. Uh, I understand. Uh, you... You got to prove yourself, buddy, before I bring you over to my show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably won't be doing that, but I will be uh, hanging out, doing comedy, and you could come see me uh, at some point. I don't think I haven't booked a show in three months, but it's fine. Uh, I'll be on stages. I'll be telling jokes. I'll be having a good time. You'll be laughing. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow the show at Worst Week Get. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash worstweekget. Send us emails if you want. I still haven't checked it. Worstweekget at gmail.com. And more important than all you that. You haven't checked it. <laughs> we can talk about this. <laughs> I only remember for five seconds each week whenever we talk about it at the end of the episode. Check it right now. <laughs> I'll check the email. <laughs> But more important than all that bullshit, tune in again next week for more bad news.